Hey guys, welcome back. It's episode four, Chumpy Sports Talk. Your host, Matt Whiteside, co-hosts Eric Tennant and Nate Kincaid. We have a special guest this week, our dear friend, Justin Rubel. Justin, how you been, buddy? Good. How about you, man? I'm not too bad. Uh, I'm breathing, so that's a win. Yeah. Sure that. <clears throat> so, well, Justin, man, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. We're glad to have you on the show. Well, uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me. I've listened to every episode. I've enjoyed every single one you guys have done. A um, little bit about me. Born in the great city of Philadelphia. Grew up in Michigan, which is why I'm a diehard Lions fan. And the Lions are probably also the reason I have trust issues. Anyone who's watched the 2008 season knows why. Um, I went to West Virginia University, home of the number one party school, of course, and the best school in the nation, the Mountaineers. Yes, sir. Um, Athletic coaching major, and I currently coach three youth basketball teams, and I officiate a bunch of drunk adults in rec leagues. (laughs) Good deal. I like that. that. (laughs) We are glad to have you for sure, man. Uh, yeah, thank we you. We appreciate you taking your time man. out of your day to be on here with us, and thank you for and watching our show too. Thank you for the oh, support. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, as long as you guys keep up it. the great work, I'll keep listening. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so for the first topic today, um, so since Justin is a diehard Detroit Lions fan, we want to talk a little bit about Matt Stafford and Jared Goff's uh, trade with LA. Um, so, Justin, I want to hear your uh, your little input on that and how you feel about that. Okay, well, first I'll speak from the Stafford side of it. And Stafford's been our quarterback since 2009. He's been the only consistent thing about the Lions since then. It was when the trade hit, I honestly thought someone was pulling my leg like it was on Twitter. So I thought it was BS automatically. But when I realized it from the Stafford perspective, it's good for him. It's good for the Lions. And for once, the Lions are the better team in a trade. We got three picks and a solid quarterback. Holy yep. crap. <laughs> and not only did you get a solid quarterback, he's the he's the former number one overall pick. And you're going to get some first-rounders, too, in the future. So, uh, oh, uh, the yeah. future's looking bright in Detroit. And you got a new coach, Dan Campbell. How are you feeling about Dan? I am ready to bite some kneecaps. I literally watched that one minute just to get pumped for anything, like even if it's to take out the trash. I'll play Dan Campbell. He <laughs> he is Detroit incarnated. Like he has the heart and soul. He understands what's like. He played there. He played in Detroit. Lived in Detroit. He's already got a great staff together. He's pulling guys from jobs for that they were already safe at for like years to come. And he's like, oh, come to Detroit. We're gonna bite off some people's legs. Let's do it. One hundred percent, man. Um, and I want to ask the other guys, how are you guys feeling about uh, golfing? And Matt Stafford, how, how, what do you guys think about that trade? Going to be weird to me seeing, <laughs> well, both Matt Stafford not in Detroit and two, Jared Goff. I, I didn't see that trade happening. Uh, I, I, I didn't see Jared came out Goff getting traded this I soon. didn't see that trade yeah. happening at all. I think it's, <laughs> uh, it's really one-sided. I mean, Detroit pretty much, I think, gained so well, much from this. I'm not the, sure if Stafford – and like we've said in other episodes, we, we love Stafford, but I don't know if it's worth all the picks. And well, like, I, I thought it was I mean, a bit like much. you're saying right now, outside of Matt Stafford's experience, what is what is LA getting? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. 
Yeah, exactly. What what do they care? The comeback king. Come on. Yeah, (laughs) and and to what Dustin said, man, I I really I agree with him. I think Detroit wins this trade, one hundred percent. But I think Matt Stafford's going to work good in LA. I feel like he's going to take them to a good playoff run in the future. I mean, heck, we don't know what he can do with some reliable receiving reliable receiving core because he hasn't had a good receiver since Megatron. So. They got Cooper Cup out there right well, now. I don't really know who who else they have. You know, Woods, whatever. Woods. I forget his first name, but Woods. Yeah. And then uh, they have like um, the top ten rushing offense, which Stafford only had once, and we went eleven. Yeah, I know they five. got Cam Akers out there. He's a good running back. Yeah. Uh, and they and they have a probably if not the best defense in the league. They got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be exciting to see what, how that pans out. I want to see who's going to eventually win the trade next year because. It all comes down to their their play at the quarterback position. So, I just don't understand what made LA want to trade all all of that for a quarterback who is he has a few years left. Mm. Well, I don't. It wasn't. I don't get that. It wasn't just for Stafford. It was because they had to get rid of Golf and his contract. Mm. We are. He's only owed. I think like. I want to say forty-five million the next two years, but if we sign him on after that, mm-hmm. we owe him another like fifty-seven million. And that's so, it, is Detroit is Detroit responsible for the forty-seven million dollars? Yep, we get the whole like we have yeah. his contract in full. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why we got all the picks. It's because they so were, L so L A doesn't owe him doesn't owe Goff a thing. As far as I know, no, they don't owe him anything now. So I guess, well, so, I guess so they were trying to get out of that contract then. Add some sense to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I know LA, before they traded golf, signed him to a, a most, well, pretty much a max deal and mm-hmm. thought, well, he's not, he's actually not good enough for that. So we're going to trade him away. Yeah. You know? And so, I, and that, and that's the thing about the NFL now and the market. If you're not producing, no matter who you are, <laughs> You're eligible to probably be on the market soon. Oh yeah. So well, and, and you see, you see ex Super Bowl champions that get traded because mm-hmm. they stop producing. Yeah. You know it happens. And <laughs> and towards the end of Randy Moss's career, one of the best wide wide receivers to ever play the game. Towards the end of his career, he was bouncing around. Oh yeah. And, and granted, uh, Jared Goff battled a lot of injury last year. I heard his thumb in the playoffs, well, right before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he can't produce with the guys around him that make him good. And, and he proved that in LA when he was there. Um, and, and granted, he also had, a, he's always used to having a good running back too because he had Todd Gurley uh, two years ago and went to a Super Bowl together. Um, and, and, and then that just didn't work out. So it's, it's going to be exciting to see what those two quarterbacks do. And I'm, I'm, do you guys think Goff to succeed in Detroit, he needs Galladay and Jones, or just one or the other, or does it matter who are? Receivers? He, I think I think he definitely needs at least two good receivers around him. He needs them. He, he him. needs them both. Yeah, he does. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I don't think Detroit has a good enough uh, ground game to distract from him not having two weapons. Right. I think so we have. I, I definitely have- think if he's not gonna. Go ahead. Yep. I think we are going to have a solid one because DeAndre Swift, we had a running back by committee under Quinn Trisha, and obviously everyone saw how that went. 
But now it's just going to be DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia, getting all the carries. Hmm. Potentially, he reminds me a lot of what Gurley was like in his good years yeah. with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, Mark Ingram's a free agent. Yeah, I'm just I, throwing that out there, veteran minimum. I didn't think about that either. That'd be, that'd well, be that's what I was going to say. He's he's liable to be cheap. If somebody but, can pick him up, he's got a lot of valuable experience with the rant, with the Saints rather, and then with with Baltimore. So he's got he's got some valuable valuable experience to to bring to the table. If somebody could pick him, could wow words could pick him up. <laughs> And he could even be, and he could even take a backseat, take second team reps, and just mentor those guys like DeAndre Swift. Well, exactly. and even just Excellent be piece it, in the locker room. With mm. him being a power back, he could just be a third down back. Yep, and just he's take huge. the third I mean, down reps mm-hmm. and goal line reps, stuff like that. So and, I mean, and, and like I said before, golf needs a good running back in there to offset his, the the pass game because yeah. He he's he and he likes those little screen passes. He's, he's not a mobile quarterback. We all know that. So he's going to want to sit back in the pocket and sling that thing. Um, so that, that's probably the most in, in exciting trade so far uh, in this offseason. Well, not even the offseason yet, but um, pre-offseason, I should say. So talking about quarterbacks, um, did you guys see where Jalen Hurts donated $30,000? for a house that's uh that was that was very nice gesture i can say that for the league awesome to see that's huge and and for a rookie to do something like that for somebody that you know doesn't have as much guaranteed money as you know a superstar in in the league um that's a big that's a big deal yeah for um for a, a family that's struggling with you know uh paying cancer bills and stuff like that that's a well what a gesture, uh, you know, de- definitely a man out there looking out for the rest of the world. Um, and it's always good to see NFL players who tend to not have uh, the best light or, I mean, it all has to do with that celebrity complex that, you know, it's easy to dog on someone for doing bad things. When you see these uh, other football players, you know, out here getting in trouble all the time, you know, they had all the stuff on Antonio Brown. He just wanted to, you know, it's easy to comment on someone's, you know, the bad shit they're doing. But, um, you know, Jalen, Jalen Hurts out here is, you know, good look for the NFL, good look for him, you know, himself and other, you know, he, he's out here looking out for people. And uh, with all, with all these trying times right now, uh, that's, that's just brilliant. And, and, and ultimately it just shows how good of uh, his character is uh, on and off the field um, and how he conducts himself. He's And he's just a champion, you know, one and off the field that and that disproves it. What he did at Alabama, he took a backseat for for a younger guy. He, he he's already been to the national championship twice and got benched, but stayed with the team. You know, got everybody better by being on the bench. Waited that Oklahoma. whole year. Waited that whole year to transfer. He could have he could have left the program right on the spot after he lost his yeah. job. It just shows how he is. And well, and, and he would he went to Oklahoma and and won the job and was still successful. And just about won the, and just about won the Heisman. Absolutely. Um, And then, and then just kind of like an addition for those who don't know, Jalen Hurts is, you know, still very much a rookie. He, um, but his contract is just signed a a four. Well, his contract's four years for just above $6 million. Um, 30,000 obviously doesn't sound like a whole lot in that respect, but it's, it's the thought that count. It's the thought that's there. 
it's the fact that he's out here looking out for other people. Um, you know, listen, $30,000 can change somebody's life. Yeah. Yeah. He's absolutely changing, changing that family's life right now. 100%. Um, and, and that's, and that's way more changing someone's life for the better. Like that is way more than $6 million. Even if it's a hundred dollars, look what this man has done. You know what I'm saying? This, this is, it's, it shouldn't be unnoticed. Um, it's, it's just a true testament to, and, and to the NFL, you know, um, they're producing more and more young guys that are willing to go out into their communities or expand outwards to that. And, Absolutely. you know, doing nice things for other people. It's great to see. Definitely commend Jalen Hurts on that one. And, yeah. and talk a little bit more to, about Jalen Hurts here, man. I want to ask Justin a question. Um, something that we kind of touched on last week uh, on, the, on the show. Philadelphia is kind of talking about maybe ex- expanding their offense and maybe picking a, a first-round quarterback. Um, should they stick with Jalen Hurts or should they move on already too soon? Um, I would stick with Hurts and I would, if you're going to look at a quarterback and the only reason I would look at a quarterback is if they truly get rid of Wentz. They cannot have Hurts, Wentz, and a rookie quarterback. They can only do one or the other. But if they go another quarterback, look in the third or fourth round like somewhere where they can do a project or someone that can just be there to fill in seats, like um, someone that can bring in attention. Like we're big 12 guys. So Sam Ellinger from Texas, the fans would love him. He's just a hardworking blue collar guy. Well, and you, and you, and you say that. Okay. So my, my whole stance on it, you know, start hurts because he was rising Philly from the ashes at the end of the year last year. Hmm. Well, well, this year it's not over yet. Super Bowl's coming up, but um, why not just keep Hurts on roster? You know, try to hold on to him as long as you can, and he can be the backup because obviously he's not producing as a starter right now. At least, I mean, he was playing MVP caliber football when it, before he got hurt, and now after he got hurt, he's not worth he's not worth it, but. Keep keep him on the roster and have Hurts as your starter. And that way you don't have to draft a quarterback. You can go after another skilled player. Mm-hmm. And then if Hurts is like, you know, screw this, I'm not, I'm not doing this or whatever, you can, you know, release him and then go pick up a free agent. And I've seen something today where uh, Indianapolis is thinking about going out to make a trade for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think I, about that? I could see it. Well, real quick it. on keeping Wentz as a backup, I think that's what you were touching on, but mm-hmm. he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks right now, mm-hmm. like I think only second to Goff, and he ain't so, going to redo his contract. So that's they, they want to they try to get rid of that contract. Yeah, that's way too much for a backup. Yeah, way too much. Uh, well, and, they're not going to sign well, a backup to a max deal. Well, and that's, that's the only reason that you could see doing – like releasing him, obviously, but mm-hmm. – I just, I just don't see wasting a draft, a, dra- a draft pick on, on a quarterback. Absolutely not. Right now, Absolutely I don't see it because you, you got, you got your future right there in Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So, so you're gonna go and draft a quarterback first round? I don't see it. They need to, they need to put all of their faith in Jalen Hurts and move on and start thinking, start, start thinking straight. Well, uh, there, there's been, there's been talks of Philly picking up Justin Fields. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Nah. No, no, not, a, not, not for a second. 
I think I, mean, I think Fields is riding on the Ohio State coattails. I think he's a great athlete, but his quarterbacking skills leave room for wanting more from what yeah. I've seen. Well, my thing is, when is the last time that you saw a successful Ohio State quarterback in the NFL? Trick question. <laughs> oh, when's the last time? I just never. Never. Hell, I don't know. Uh-uh. I mean, they, they all turn Terrell into Pryor. wide receivers or they're free agents. Yeah, they thought yeah. Terrell Pryor was going to be the next Michael Vick, and he wasn't. And he turned <laughs> into a wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. And he couldn't even succeed at that. I think he had one good no. year with the Redskins and then disappeared. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, where's he at now? I just, I don't see, I don't see it. I, I think Justin Fields is a fantastic quarterback at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that quarterbacks are getting into the run game too much. Uh, the NFL is very much, yeah. the NFL is very much still a passing league. But granted, I, th- I feel like in the, in, and what Dustin Fields has shown at Ohio State, um, he's pretty accurate with football. Absolutely. And he's got good legs. He's big. Um, he's big. He's got the NFL size. That quarterback reminds me a lot of Cam Newton. Um, but – and we see how Cam is now. You know what I mean? Granted, Cam well, has suffered a little bit of injury here and there. But. Cam, Cam had an NFL year and then – or a, a MVP year and, and fell off. Yeah. Yep. It's, he uh, had an MVP year, went to the Super Bowl, lost, and then he fell off. And, and that happens. Um, the game has changed uh, significantly since then. I would say mm-hmm. uh, you got guys in the league now. It's it's starting to get a little more, a little bit more traditional now. It's switching back to how you know how we went through an era with Michael Vick, uh, guys that were running the ball a lot. Now we're starting to get a lot, a lot more pocket passes in the league, like Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow on the rise. I feel like he's going to have a good career after he gets Listen, uh, healthy again. Joe Burrow's injury is not going to affect his career like people no, think it is going to. It's not. That man well, was up and walking like two weeks after his surgery. It's not yeah. the injury with him. It's more the fact that they aren't going to change the offensive line so he's going to keep getting injured. Listen, I talk <laughs> on this all the time. The The Bengals are in the same situation that the New York Jets are in. No, receiver. you can have all, you can have all the good qu- first round quarterbacks. You can have all the skill players that you want until you get that offensive line in front of that quarterback. It doesn't make a difference. So with the Jets, I'm saying draft two offensive linemen. You got two first round picks this this, this season. Draft two offensive linemen. Stick with Sam Darnold for for another year. Mm. And see what that man can do with with two, two first round offensive linemen. Because we really don't know what he can do. He's never had a good receiver. He's never had he's never had the blocking that 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 is required. To and be I would a like to see, like to see him go somewhere else too. Honestly, this is see what he can do. Give the man a chance. Well, mm-hmm. and and ideally, for a quarterback coming out of college, you want obviously everybody envies you know that starting nfl job right out of college or whatever but if it were me i'd want to sit behind somebody like drew Brees or philip rivers or tom brady for a couple for a couple of years and learn from one of the best to ever do it 
I mean, they're playing till they're 43 years old. That's and two three years hall- off their career to watch. Two, two at least. That's two at least Hall of Famers. Now, yeah. Philip Rivers, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But Drew Brees and Tom Brady definitely are going to the, going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, 100%. Now, if you can sit behind good quarterbacks like that for a couple of years and learn from them, you will be a good quarterback. Or you, the team that drafted you just wasted a, a ton of money and, and you know, you're going, to, you're going home to work at a sawmill any damn way. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and that's true. Um, 100% there. But back to Joe Burrow. I don't know if you guys seen it or not, but college football is making its return to the video game platform. And speaking of Joe Burrow, I think the intro should definitely be, or the cover should be him smoking the cigar to the national championship with the LSU. <laughs> they won't. That, that would be they tough, but <laughs> they probably won't do that. But that would be it'll tough. Be, tell me that would it be will, it'll be a current college football player. Um, yeah. Some Somebody that's probably like a – a high well, uh, it may be like Mac Jones because you know he's a and stud, I, but and I, and I know that was my favorite game growing up, and I'm sure it was for you too, Matt. Listen, together, but. the sec- the very second that I put this game in my Xbox for the very first time, I might I might shed t- real tears. Yeah, me too. Oh, dude, I I know my brother and I are. We've we're been waiting. Life, we're gonna lose our life to this game. <laughs> we will have been waiting seven plus years oh for God. another college football game. Here's a question for you guys: What was your first NCAA game? Like, what's the first one you remember playing? What year? Mm, and who was your coach? I think mine was 2007 with Kellen Moore on the front. Yeah, no, mine, mine was uh, mine was definitely 04 with my the, playing, the playing. Oregon duck <laughs> the Oregon Ducks on the cover. <laughs> back back when. Mine, Mine was go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Mine was 06 with Desmond Howard on the cover, and I just remember that because that's like when I think Fall Out Boy had like 90% of the songs for that year. Oh, dear God. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like Dance Dance, uh, Sugar We're Going Down Swing. Yeah, yeah. We had these high tech graphics at the time, just a great combo when you're young. (laughs) High tech graphics. (laughs) Listen, I have been seeing like pictures of people playing like these older video games like ncaa 06 or 07 and you awful. look you look at madden 20 holy cow mm-hmm. and especially the, look at madden 21 or next gen imagine college the, football the advancements that they mm-hmm. have made in the graphics of these games is incredible and, and another thing is uh I want to know y'all's opinion on how like the lightness is. I know we talked about that. I think we've talked about this on the show. Um, players aren't players obviously aren't going to get paid for this. Uh, I don't really know how it even got approved, but thank God it did because I love the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what's y'all's opinion on that? I know I know it's it's very they got to be very touchy with it. I know they got to be careful what they do. I don't agree with it. You are on a video. You are on a video game, and you did not have to create yourself. Shut up and like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up and like it. I'm I'm sitting at the house, and I'm a nobody. I, I you know I'm a generator mechanic. I got to make myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to take time out of my day and create myself. Yeah. Shut up and like it. See, yeah. I see that side, but I can also understand the. Well, this is a potential money opportunity. 
might as well at least see what happens from it. But yeah, I think it should be a shut up and just enjoy it. Oh yeah. Well, That's I mean, think of all the players that are on those teams. Why would you go and pay all of those players? No offense. There's there's good teams that have dog shit players too. No offense. But what why why are you paying someone that you know could potentially suck at football? You know, listen, I, and, I understand and, paying someone for good work, but at the same time, you know, all of these guys want to get paid and 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 let's say two thirds of that football team doesn't play because you have second and third string. Why even pay these guys? Yeah. Well, you're looking at 53 man rosters and there's a hundred and how many teams in, in <laughs> division yeah. one alone. Yeah. Well, you have you- to pay if you're going to pay the. If you're going to pay the the starting quarterback of the number one team in the country, you got to pay the third the third string right guard for the worst team in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's you're paying everybody. That yeah, is a lot a of money that. for a nonprofit to be dishing out. The NCAA yeah. is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And, and that would just be a waste of money oh, entirely. Yeah. Well, yeah. It has to, I, I, part of it has to do with, you know, it's easy to ask for a free handout and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that all these players are asking for free handouts, but I mean, when it comes down to it, like, where's this money coming from that they, that you think well, you're going to get paid with? I mean, and that was my exact question too. Yeah, is it yeah. going to come from EA or is it going to come from the NCAA? Is it going to come from the you game? Would almost think is it, it would have come to from come game up. revenue? Like, where, where do you think this is coming from? I mean, are they going to make a lot on the game? Absolutely. But but when you think about, just like Matt said, a 56-man roster for every team, they're not, they'll lose money on it. There's, then there's no point in making the game, you know. Uh, there's obviously got to be some kind of profit. Well, but. well my, my question is, like you said, you know, the NCAA is not going to pay these players. No, they no. simply they simply approved for them to be paid. Now, it's probably going to come out of EA Sports pockets mm-hmm. because they had to pay these these NFL players for Madden for their likeness because their names are on it. the yeah. The names weren't even on the back of these players' jerseys on these NCAA football games. Yeah, so it's probably going to come out of EA Sports pockets, and they're going to have enough because the revenue for this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be insane. Hmm. Will be huge. Yeah, the fact that they're paying these players isn't gonna stop me from pay, from buying this game. Yeah. See, so you know what else they're proposing in that in the video game? I think they're gonna do it how they did it in pre in the past with like you know how you did the road to glory setup and all that. You create your guy. Hmm. You can do all that go through the college process and then and then like transfer it over to the Madden games. Well, so that's gonna supposedly be nice. you were able to do that in the last one. And I could never figure it out. <laughs> you were able to on 13. 14 had technical difficulties with it, and they just gave up after like the first month. Well, yeah. you had to like you had to like transfer files, like you have to save mm-hmm. it to your Xbox and then like put Madden in and, and upload that file to Madden. That's mm-hmm. a lot of that's a lot of work for me. I yes, and my Another thing, and this this really isn't sports related. This is just kind of EA game related. You know, <laughs> they have quite the uh, history of more or less fucking things up when they just want to rip out a game, and they there's you know there's all kinds of technical problems and stuff like that. So, and they're gonna have to you know 
dogfight just to get back, you know, be at that Madden level and stuff. So this first one could have a whole lot of problems and, you know, mm-hmm. some very shortcomings, some big shortcomings. But, uh, I mean, we're not going to get into that. That's not what we're here for. Well, um, real quick to kind of go off what you're saying, that's why you hear, at least what I've seen on Twitter and such, you hear 2K being mentioned a lot for a potential maker of college football or even madness games because of how much EA's messed up. What do you guys happen. think about that? Won't e- happen. E- e- EA yeah. just has just has that history of getting people really, really excited for things and then fucking everything up. And then, and, t- then they'll, and they'll say they won't give a refund. They'll say, well, you bought the game. You, you know, you should have asked someone or something like that. They'll hit everyone with a, a cheap short comeback and – you know, it is what it is. Thanks for your money and leave. I'm going to tell you why 2K won't do it. They screwed up the NFL 2K series so badly. There's a reason that it hasn't come out since 2005. Yeah. It, it won't happen. It, it, I mean, for, for 2K to do all that, you know, first-person stuff, I mean, they were the first people to do it, but it was so bad. Yeah, it was it was uh, <laughs> it was a terrible game, one hundred percent. But anyway, let's get away from the yeah, let's get away uh, from video games. games because I will talk about them all night. Um, I have a baseball geared question for you three. Okay, now this is kind of a hairy subject because some people still see you know Hank Aaron as the home run daddy. Um, I certainly do. Um, it was before all all the juicing days. Um, do you think people that you know uh, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire? Do you think people like that should be in the Hall of Fame? Um, I, um, it, it's very. I, I right now I will give you my answer, and I'm going to say no. You want to say no? Nope. And I do not think that Barry Bonds, I think they should strip him of all of his home runs. Yeah, that's the main After a certain point, because, I mean, if you're juicing, you're cheating. And and I'm going to respectfully disagree to a certain extent with Barry Bonds. I know juice takes a lot of uh, (laughs) – well, let's just say that's where a lot of his home runs came from and his slugging percentage, for sure. But – Baseball is a very skillful sport, whether you're on yeah. juice or not. It's hand-eye coordination. Absolutely. Well, you got to be able to see the ball to hit the ball. Whether or though. not he is on PDs or not, that doesn't stop whether or not he's going to get a base hit. Or... Well, no, but that might keep the ball in the park because yeah. those PEDs are putting that ball <laughs> but, into the river in San Francisco. Yeah. Before he joined the, the Giants when he was in Pittsburgh, he went on juice yet and was still cranking the ball. I don't even know why he decided to even use them. Why? Why? Just why? He was he was balling out before it. I don't understand. And but if if I had to vote, I'd probably put him in. I'm not. I'm not doing it. And I, if I had to vote, if he had, if he'd stayed off of him and was still cranking him out, absolutely. Um, he was a good outfielder, not just a hitter. That's a, and exactly that's an, that was my other point. Um, so I mean, I to me, him even just that controversy kind of like tarnishes his name for me and it puts a sour name a sour taste in my mouth hank aaron is still the home run daddy for me oh, yeah. and i agree with that 100 matt i'm not gonna say um, that he's not 
Now, I have a totally different um, input, I'd say, on the whole Pete Rose situation. Um, Pete Rose is being kept out of the Hall of Fame for betting on his own team to win. He wasn't throwing games. He's definitely got to be in the Hall of Fame. He was betting on his own team. To win games. And it was honestly a mistake. I mean, and think he's in his prime. He's young. He's going to do stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. like he's out there shooting things in his body, PDs in his know. body, or doing any other drugs. Or And he wasn't throwing games. No. Now, yeah. Now, if it was, if it was, I'm betting on my own team to lose, you Absolutely. have a lot more control over that. And that one's, that one's easy. You just go out and not, not shoot a damn shot. But but to bet on them to win though, mm. he has to go out and win. He yeah. he has to go out and win. Otherwise, he doesn't. He loses all of his money. He loses all his fucking money. You know, so yeah, absolutely. I that I don't I don't think for a second that should keep him out. And I, don't, I think there's I think, no there's no reason behind that. There's reason behind throwing a game to lose. I think the I think Barry Bonds and Pete Rose both have one more year of eligibility left on the Hall of Fame ballot, and then it's oh, they're out forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and, and I, I mean, it could go either way for both. You know, people see it different differently. I'm a baseball guy myself, um, but it is what it is. I don't, it's it's a touchy subject because you don't want to cross <laughs> any borders because people have so many different opinions on it. Um, mm-hmm. And well, I don't. Know. I I strictly am a no for Barry Bonds and a yes for Pete Rose. I'm, I'm Can I add man. in a third person, a newer issue with uh, Baseball Hall of Fame? Absolutely. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Kurt Schilling's being kept out yeah. just due to his anti-PC uh, talk the past couple of years. That's nothing to do with too. baseball. Nothing that's, at all with his bullshit. play. Just because. Cancel culture, and, buddy. And don't, mm-hmm. don't, th- don't, think for, don't think for a damn second that – these old guys playing baseball or any, any of these old sports back, you're going to have guys in the hall of fame uh, now who were probably in those dugouts, you know, ripping huge chaws of uh, tobacco and stuff, you know, I'm sorry, I banged my phone, but you know, the, the whole PC stuff has to come to an end at some point in time. Well, and listen, talking about hall of fame for being a great player, then put him in the hall of fame for being a great player. That's what it's there for. It's mm-hmm. not for, you know, looking at someone's attitude, uh, you know, uh, about something or just because, you know, he says a couple swear words like, you know, well, I know, uh, he, you know he does have a bit of a mouth on him, but we're talking about Kurt Schilling. And not only is he one of the like top premier pitchers for the Boston Red Sox ever. Mm. He's one of the top premier pitchers in the league ever. Oh, yeah. yeah, Phenomenal pitcher. And I'm a Yankees fan. I am too. Um, so it's come. It's a lot coming from a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. This man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, and for sure. I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, and it's really bad in baseball because there's so many players in it each season, like year in and year out. Um, they're kind of given like way too many hand. I wouldn't call it handouts, but there's, let's just say there's a lot of people getting in the Hall of Fame, um, and that don't have the resumes like. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, um, Sandy Koufax, all those guys that are legends. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're not a champion and you don't have the stats to like to include that, 
with it on your resume. I don't think you're a Hall of Fame. Just because you're uh, a 10 time All Star doesn't mean you're in the Hall of Fame. And, and that's well, just- and, and well, come on, come mm-hmm. on. Baseball's different. Baseball's different. Baseball's different. I agree. Listen, just because you know your team wasn't up to par, if if you provided the stats, Mm -hmm. you know you deserve to be there. Um, Not if you cheat, but baseball's a lot different in the fact that you know it seems like they are more apt to put somebody in the hall of fame than somebody in basketball or in in football yeah and don't get me wrong Um, guys i I didn't i don't i didn't want it to mean like uh rings don't matter in every situation because like matt said there's players are gonna be in different situations like with every team they play like i mean you look at drew Brees; he's only he's only won one ring yeah he's going to the hall of fame and, and in baseball look at mike trout you know, he's one of the greatest players of all time and has never won a championship. And, and that's that's against my argument, what I just said. But he's also a gold glove winner. Um, he's well, won the triple that's crown. The stats. That's the, that's, that's the stats just, that come yeah. with it. Yeah, he's, he's got stats to, to prove that. He's not just an all-star. You know, um, they're putting more and more guys in or just all-stars. You know, I feel like they should. Right. Well, and I, I understand that. It's more like you're saying, like, you're in the you've Hall of these, Fame. This is the Hall of Fame. You, you've got the extra personal yeah. accolades, um, the gold gloves, the triple crowns, whatever. Yeah. You got to be um, a rare type athlete to get in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, not just some all star. Right. You know, Absolutely. Like, I agree uh, with that. I do agree. And, that, with and that's that. and yeah. that's my point on that. I wasn't going to try. I wasn't trying to say that rings matter in every situation. Because you can you can hit you can hit four twenty in a season and, and be in and be in the All Star game. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? And 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 Mike Trout's the perfect example. You know, you know what I'm saying. Bryce Harper, these guys that are phenomenal at their position and have been their whole career, but just haven't got to the big dance. You know what I'm saying? But well, and a lot of that happens to be because they are the only real talent on that club. Um, it's just they're paying these players so much money they can't afford to bring in any other big name players yeah and speaking because they're paying these max deal these 10-year max deals right not max deals these 10-year deals whatever Mm -hmm. and and speaking of big name players how about the defending world champs the la dodgers bringing cy young that's a Um, huge deal listen that's uh that hurts if you're in the nl i'm sorry Listen, I'll take a I'll take a hundred mil for three years. Yeah, and and be teammates <laughs> with who's the ace? Clayton Kershaw or Trevor Bauer? Kershaw, Kershaw he is, Kershaw. And, and I agree with that. But think about the Kershaw. year Trevor Bauer had last year. Listen, I'm, that man, that man is getting last year. All guaranteed, guaranteed over two years, eighty-five million dollars. He's getting guaranteed a world. Cha- he's getting a world championship too because they're probably going to win it all. In my opinion, right? They've, they've got the. Be- they have the best pitching staff in the league. You got Cody Bellinger, Mookie, and did they keep Turner? I don't know if you guys know. Oh yeah, he's still there. I think so. He's yeah, he resigned. He's still there. I mean, just wow, you know. And and think if they would have kept you, Darvish, mm. if he didn't leave the Chicago last year. Well, he's he's with San Diego now. I mean. They're just a juggernaut, and I think Dave Roberts is a good manager. I think I got to stick by my Yankees, man. 
I got to stick by the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it'll be a good matchup. What this Dodger team reminds me of, on paper at least, it looks really good. They have all the big names coming. Do you guys remember a few years ago when the Red Sox signed all those big-name players like Crawford and such? They had, like, all the big names and Absolutely. then just completely tanked? I don't see that happening with the Dodgers, but that's my reminder that anyone can stink in baseball. And and, and that's a great point. Baseball's it's uh it's all about who has the better day. Well, and yeah, the only day. thing with the Dodgers, they have had everybody but Trevor Bauer. Yeah. yeah. And that's the only addition that they've made. That's a very big addition and he's going to be on the mound. He's in charge of everything. And not to mention that so, they've been they've been successful without him. So I think with him, if he was like a like a position player, I think it would be a little different. But with him being a pitcher and they've been successful with all the position players that they've got on roster right now, mm. I don't see it impacting them negatively at all. It's it's and like Justin said, in baseball it's a lot different than you can Seven always trip on yourself. Basketball or I mean, football. It's, it's like this past season, Rays had all those all those pitchers, and they were knocked out first round. Yeah. You know. In, in baseball, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't show up that day, you're going you're done. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, well, you know that's any sport. If you don't yeah. show up, you're done. Yeah. Well, let me uh, use another example of, like, having a bunch of good players and doing nothing with it. I'll use my Tigers. At one point in time, we had Max Serger, uh, Anibal Sanchez – Justin Mickey. Verlander, David Price, I could go on. And Mio Cabrera, could... who was probably the best player in our time, like in our like last oh, decade. Mickey's going yeah. to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Oh, but, yeah. um, we had all those players and got knocked out first round by the Orioles in five games. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and, that, and Justin, that, that's, that's exactly right. I love it. And, and that happens in the, in the sport. It's a uh, – it's a it's a day to day sport. We'll just call mm-hmm. it. We'll call it that. Oh. It's a and that's for sure. But on the on the basketball guys, um, a lot of hot topics coming up in the NBA, especially. Um, LeBron so, James is LeBron, pissed. LeBron yeah. James. And, and, and let me tell you why. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox is mad too, and th- and this is the reason why. So, the NBA is laying out this proposal of playing the All Star Game in Atlanta in March. And with COVID and all this going on, a lot of guys are trapping like LeBron, De'Aaron Fox. They don't think it's a good idea. <clears throat> what are y'all's opinion on that? Uh, do you think it's good for the NBA to have an all-star game? Or do you think it's bad because of the health of the players or even the coaches that are involved? Well, for as long as long as they keep the protocol that they have had all year, go for it. You know, limited fans. COVID testing, all that. Don't take any of that away. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Um, if you don't want to do the bubble, so what? I don't think it matters so much where you do it. They do, you know, chartered planes anyway. Um, I don't think it matters so long as they keep the protocols <clears throat> in place and they are following them. Staff, players, everybody is COVID tested before the game, a couple days before the game, then right before the game, whatever. If they, if they, have access to that instant testing or whatever. Um, knock that out, and I think it's good to go. Um, 
I'm not saying, hey, let's let let's have a sold out game. We're not ready for that. Yeah, I, I'm okay with an all star game without anything. Yeah, I want to see a dunk contest, three point contest, all that as a fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. As a fan, as long as. The as long game. as everybody is COVID cleared and everybody's negative, send it. But here's the bad part of that, and I, and I agree with 100% with what you said, Matt. I want to see it happen. I want to see all the festivities happen. But these players are coming from all over the place, from different cities. Um, and who knows who they've been exposed to on their way to Atlanta in the meantime. So you could have a day decision of somebody not being able to play. And another thing that I think is messed up, if a player decides – if they elect to not play, then they get fined for that just like it's a regular game. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're a player like LeBron or somebody like that who's on pace to maybe competing for another championship, are you going to risk everything to risk like to risk like your team's mojo or – their groove right now by playing in that game and eventually getting sick, and you could be out for a couple of weeks. That could well, hurt. Your, that could hurt everything. So I don't. I don't think you find someone uh, for person their personal well being. If mm-hmm. they don't feel it's safe, then let them stay stay yeah. at home. They're just sacrificing, you know their you know their abilities, <laughs> you know in their team to you know possibly achieve that championship yeah. or something like. You know, but, but I, I don't – you can't go finding players just because they're afraid of COVID or something. Yeah, but they will, though. That's the, that's the sad yep, part. Yeah, that's their rule. Yeah. You and, if you get voted in, they make the players play in the All-Star game. Well, and, and we're, I, you know, where that's coming from, though, is that they're running the protocol. They're, yeah. they're going to play uh, whether or not they do the bubble or not. They have a protocol set up that, you know, you figured that these guys are going to stay safe not, you know, walking around town, going to bars or something in between games. Uh, so, you know, it, it's on the NBA and the players. So I guess you I guess you could find them, but at the same time, I think it's kind of a, an iffy subject because you're still talking about someone's personal health. And, uh, you know, the NBA shouldn't probably have too much control over, you know, finding someone because they're scared, scared of getting sick or, you know, whatever but uh it's not even about personal health anymore you know they're not doing the bubble this year you have to deal with personally i don't think they need well i understand that but i understand where these guys like lebron are coming from where they're not doing the bubble you have to deal with these players like they're literally laying on top of each other the entire game okay yeah and then they have to go home to their families. Some of them have like young kids. That's something you have to deal with. Um, if 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 somebody was to have a false negative or something, um, and they really do have COVID, and they played a they play a full a full length game, and give it to somebody else, and now they're taking it home to their kids. That's that's just that's no bueno. That's not good. Mm-hmm. No. And I agree with that. I think. Back to what we were saying before, it's good for the fans, but I mean, it's this is something that can really backfire if they're not careful. You know what I'm saying? This I'll watch the damn thing, thing on TV. Backfire. Yeah, and you know I'm fine with that. If it works out, I hope it does. I hope 100 that it does because I look forward to it every year. I like watching the dunk contest um, and watching the best players. In the I world will say how 
I will yeah. say, however, they have been playing these games. They're not in a bubble this year so far. Hmm. Um, they've been playing a regular season. What difference does it make that they that they go to Atlanta and and the All Star games there? What difference does it make if they're playing a regular season as it is? Yeah, that just get back. That just, it's just like, back. that's just, it's literally just like the Lakers going to Atlanta to play the Hawks. Yeah, it's literally just like that. There's, I mean, there's no difference to an extent. Other than the, the issue, that, uh, the issue is it's a bunch of players from different teams all going to Atlanta at the same time. It gives more chance for false positives and contact tracing, which is really at this point, the bigger issue. I mean, is COVID still an issue? Yes, but it's the rules that the players are more worried about. Like, let's say, even if they, like no one actually gets sick, if someone gets a false positive, their whole team is screwed for a week or two at least. And if you're the Lakers who – go ahead. So we need to not have an all-star game at all is what what they're concerned with. Mm -hmm. We need to not have it at all. I think that's – at least from what I've seen them say, I think that's what they're going towards. And let's say for – like let's do a hypothetical. If they don't do an all-star game, should they do an all-star celebration like similar to what the NFL did with the Pro Bowl or just – kind of ignore completely and go on with the season if you don't if you don't have all-star weekend i say just move on mm-hmm. there's just no like, benefit there's no benefit a week off mm-hmm. yeah let's well, give them a yeah, week off for the rest of their bodies well yeah. and for most of the guys in the league that's essentially what it is anyway yeah true for most of the guys it's only 10 of them they get to play or 20 <laughs> there's probably about 20 guys that get they get chosen yeah. to play mm-hmm. so well, there's there's a bit more than that because then you got the the dunk contest and the three point contest, but and then the rising stars I mean, game. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you got the freshmen and sophomores, but and, and since and since we're talking NBA, Justin, I want to know who, who you got winning the finals this year, man. Uh, I hate saying this because I can't stand LeBron as a Pistons fan. Never liked him, but I'm gonna. Repeat? I'm thinking the Lakers. I mean, who? Really, in the East is going to compete. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn's got the big scoring I'm, three. I'm they can't play Brooklyn. D for crud. Philadelphia is I'm rough and tough, Philly. but they can't do it. It's mm. either going to be the Lakers or someone else out of the West. It's and not that's a good answer. It's yeah, <laughs> a good answer. And here's the thing about Brooklyn, and which is scary. You mentioned the big three they got. Um, they could really give up 125 points a night and still win. That is scary. And, and that's a scary part. Uh, it's hard to pick against them right now. I want to so see long, LeBron repeat. So long as your guards in Brooklyn can play together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, so far, they look pretty scary. If if Milwaukee can pull in some talent to give Giannis some help, they will be scary. Yeah. I just think I just think Giannis is – right now he's – He's a guy that gets rebounds and puts them back up. He's really nothing mm-hmm. more than that. You know, well, right, right now, now yeah. absolutely. He absolutely. doesn't have a jump shot. Uh, he's If he gets a jump shot, he's scary. He goes from mm-hmm. being uh, overrated to being that guy, that dude, to being the best player in the world good. To being the next LeBron. Yeah. 
Yeah. Real quick, where do you guys think uh oh wait, no, never mind. He just signed a max deal. I was gonna say, where do you guys think Giannis ends up? I was gonna like uh, say he's that in Milwaukee. Yeah, he, he, he resigned with Milwaukee, yeah. Like, he's, yeah. And, and that's good to see somebody that's a, like a star level committing to, to their city and staying mm-hmm. loyal. That that's great. Yeah. Not not joining forces with a with James Harden, Kevin Durant. Well, yeah, and, and if it would have been Kevin Durant or LeBron, he would have left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he's been he is loyal to Milwaukee. And, and here's the thing, Yas wants to go out there and earn that chip. But the guys he's got in his city, and I, and I commend mm-hmm. that he wants, he, to, will, he wants to earn I, it. I, I I say that Milwaukee will win at least one before he retires. They think, will get him. They'll get him the tools to to win one before he retires. I'm not going to go as far to say they win one, but I think they're at least in a couple. Like, they'll make appearances, and then it'll depend on how he's doing, like, mojo-wise, if they win or not. Well, the only reason I say that is because you got to think about the West. Mm. LeBron's going to be gone in a few years. Giannis is much younger. Mm. Who else is in the West that can compete with Giannis? I mean, obviously, he has to make it out of the East because Kyrie's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Uh, KD's he's young ish, yeah. Um, obviously, James Harden is still young, so mm-hmm. Brooklyn's going to be a problem, at least offensively. Um, but if Milwaukee can make it out of the east, there, I'm the west isn't going to be a problem here in a couple of years, yeah. And, that, and I, I, totally agree. I was gonna say, um. Normally, I would argue like, oh, maybe the Mavs, but right now they're on what a six-game losing streak. Luca is well, like disappeared. And, and all they have, all they have is Luca. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Porzingis he, too, but he's been kind of banged up. Well, and Porzingis was Porzingis was hit and miss in New York. So, I mean, you, if you're Dallas, you have to bring in, you have to bring Luca some more talent, mm-hmm. uh, preferably another big. I don't think he would play well with another guard. Um, but here in a few years, I think that I think that the the West is going to be irrelevant, and it's it's all going to be in the East again. Because mm-hmm. you got to think, a couple of years ago, the West was irrelevant, mm-hmm. and it was all in the East because that's where LeBron was, you know, between Cleveland and Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I can say is, wait until Clay Thompson comes back. Golden State. How how long is he year. out? He's out for the rest of the year towards ACL. Yeah. So yeah, he's just out. He's just out the rest of this year. Yeah, but is he's going to be a problem. He, does he still have an active an active contract with Golden State? Oh yeah, he just signed a max. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, then he he's good to be go. there for a while. He just signed the max this summer, but and here's the thing with him, man. All he needs to do is shoot that rock. That's all he needs to do. I mean, it's all he has done. To shoot and look how good that turned out. Well, between him and Steph, and then you got Draymond Green on defense and James Wiseman underneath oh, the basket. Pro- they're, they they are going to be a problem. problem. They're going to be a problem. I promise Absolutely. you that. And and, Cur- and Steph Curry, we know what he can do. He's the best point guard in the league, in my opinion. He's a two-time MVP, and we're the three-time champs. <clears throat> I mean, give this man some respect. And he's always mm-hmm. out there. He's still trying to prove that he's the best point guard in the league, which is amazing to me. He's the oh, greatest yeah. shooter of all time. And no one can tell me different. So oh, I, you get no argument from me for, with that. I, I so. agree. Well, uh, with that, um, 
this has been episode four yes, of Chumpy Sports Justin, Talk. Justin, it's been you. fun, Justin, for for thank you for for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you. You oh, are I had a welcome. blast. You are you're welcome on back. our show anytime. Yeah, you'll definitely be back. You know, awesome. That that sounds like a plan. Good plan to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. We love we love talking sports with you, man. It was, it was a great time. <clears throat> well, uh, until next week, be sure and tune in uh, next week and, well, two weeks from now, I guess it would be. Um, and, and hear our um, Super Bowl, the, the, talk, the talks of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is this Sunday, so we will be sure and talk about that. Um, be sure and, and tune in for that. Uh, until then. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, send us your Super Bowl predictions between now and Sunday. Uh, we want to hear it. So, absolutely. Sir, thank you guys, man. Yeah. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate you. This, is, this has been the Chumpy Sports Talk, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.